All right, so uh, we're we're gonna where are we going? We're gonna get good dumplings. Sweet. What's it called? Um, men's dumplings. No, but what's it called? The thing we're getting. Oh, soup dumplings. No, no. Juicy dumplings. <laughs> Juicy soup called? dumplings. <laughs> what's it called? What do you mean? It's, it's called... dumpling. Oh, dim sum. There we go. Oh yeah, yes. we're getting dim sum. We're getting so dim sum. And this place actually like you know sometimes you go and get dim sum and it's just like wait <laughs> these are just pot stickers out of a frozen bag. I'd be so mad. Yeah, but they like they really they have it. like the bamboo stacked steaming. I'm so excited. Oh yeah, you haven't been there no. yet. Yeah, they do like you know like the stacked. I don't know what they're called. What they're what are they called? Like they're, they're like steamers. Stars. Yeah, they're steamers, but yeah. they're like made out of bamboo. They're circles yeah. and they're like different levels. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, them. I'm about to cry. Let's go. <laughs> podcast with princess i am your host princess this is a podcast where no matter where you're at in life no matter who you are i would like you to be able to tune in and leave a little bit of of a better version of yourself um this is going to be episode two so today i have my dear friend rachel she is environmental specialist, um, (laughs) teacher extraordinaire, athletic, beautiful, hilarious, not as funny as me, but real close. You are too kind. (laughs) Um, so Rachel's actually visiting. Um, she still live in the same town that I do, but she doesn't live here anymore. It's sad for all of us. Um, what you hear right now is her drink. <laughs> Shaking it. It's fine. Coffee on the rocks. Duh. Um, hey, can you not? Don't do that. I was talking to my dog, not to Rachel. <laughs> we yeah. wanted to preface this by saying that we have very strong personalities and that we're both very confident Very in comfortable in and our skin. Yeah, it can come off very conceited, I think, at yeah. times. Yeah, I've gotten that a lot. Um, yeah. You need to be more humble, whatever. The deal is, God fearfully and wonderfully made me, <laughs> and I fully embrace that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's come off that for other people that, like, oh, you think you're so much better. No. And I'm like, that. that's not it. No, I just no. know who I am, and no. these are my opinions. <laughs> Here I am. Yeah, yeah I'm, I hear I'm, you. Especially on a podcast, like, mm-hmm. you just, the listeners need to be ready that this is a podcast and it's like a social media, like, platform mm-hmm. where it's just like, I'm not going to sugarcoat my, no. my opinions. Especially but that's what I'm here podcast. to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like, you know, you just, you don't want to need, you need, you need an outlet to not sugarcoat your right. opinions and feelings and, mm-hmm. You're only going to find um, authentic relationships mm-hmm. when you are open yeah. with your feelings and opinions. I so. agree with that. One of the reasons that I wanted to do a podcast, well, there's a few. So I I do have a YouTube channel, um, and I just found that YouTube was waiting for more videos. I know, I'm sorry, I'm the worst. <laughs> um, the reason why is because it's just, it's a little too much for me. Um, like, I... I think it's a lot more intense, like, in the editing phase. Yeah, like I have to edit so much. A lot more to edit a video, yeah. like, visually and audio. Right, because I have to add, you Not know... Not that I know, you know, yeah. <laughs> circling back to my <laughs> technological ineptitude. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a lot for me. I got to do all the editing. I don't want to pay somebody to do something that I can do myself. I did video editing for years, you know. 
So I'm going to do it. If I'm going to do it, it's going to be me, you know? And mm-hmm. so, because I know exactly what I want. And I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to pay somebody for something I can do myself. And so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to do a podcast. But another reason is, like, even on YouTube, um, I don't like long YouTube videos. But, like I said, I do like long podcasts. <laughs> and so, like, I can be in the car and have a podcast on, you know, like, when I'm driving somewhere or whatever. Um, and sometimes I do live videos on my Instagram or I'll do like on my story, um, I'll do videos about stuff and I've gotten a lot of really positive responses from that. And a lot of people have been like, can you do like stuff like this on your YouTube channel? And I'm like, um, no, (laughs) it's just going to be too much for me, you know? And so I wanted to do the podcast because I do have a lot of things that I want to share that I want to get to talk about that I don't get to talk about. And so this is a good excuse for me to get to talk about those things that I want to talk about. Um, and to be able to share the information that I want to share. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know, mm-hmm. like like I said, like my goal is for everybody to get something from my podcast. So, you know, like whatever it may be, you know, I hear things when I listen to other people's podcasts. And I'm like, oh, I never really thought of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that's my goal with the podcast. Um, and so, you know, and like you said, like we both have really strong personalities. So this is going to be a really great first episode. But I think yeah. one of the things that a lot of people like about me um like, people that know me or follow me on social media, they like that I'm just myself, you know, and that when I have an opinion, I say it, and I'm not afraid, um, and that I will say the cold, hard truth. And I feel like, you know, there might be a point where, like, we go back and listen to these and be like, oh, shoot, that sounded really (laughs) terrible. we might! You know? But I feel like that's where growth comes out of. And it's just, like, just because it's in my opinion now or, like, that's how I chose to voice it now, like, doesn't mean, like, we're both pretty, while we are very strong in our personality and in our way sometimes, we're still pretty malleable people. Yes. Mm -hmm. I I love growth. Yeah. You know, like, growth Mm -hmm. is, like, one of my favorite things about life. And so... I'm definitely, like, I'm always growing. I'm always looking to see, like, where do I need to grow next, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I can only work on so many things about myself at once. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When I say work on it, too, and I feel like just being um, aware of that quality of yourself is growth. True. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yes. Gross. I know I can come off exceeded. Yeah, totally. Or not exceeded, conceited. conceited. Yeah, no, no, yeah, totally. I get that. It's self awareness is a huge thing, and a lot of people. I I find that sometimes people think it's really funny when I say things about myself. Um, they'll be like, "Oh, that's so funny that you are like so confident." But I'm like, "Okay, so would you rather me be like, oh, I suck at this, that, and the other? Like, why would I dwell on those things?" You yeah. know, like, I'm not going to do stuff I'm not good at. You know, I'm not going to go play <laughs> soccer. That's not going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and so, like, when I'm in situations where, you know, like, um, I'm good at something and someone's like, oh, you know, like, you were so good at that. I'm not going to be like, I know. I'll say thank you. Yeah. You know, um, and I, I, I don't know, like... There was something, I don't know what it was, but I was talking to some people recently and somebody was like, I love how much confidence you have. And I was like, thanks, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But it is what it is. People are going to like me or they're going to not, you know? And I, I don't care either way. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you, if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't, you know? Like not everybody, I firmly believe not everybody is compatible you know, so that's, like, oh, yeah. in friendships, like, there's people that I've wanted to be friends with that it's just never gonna happen, like, we just Yeah, I have, have people in my family that yeah. I'm, like, yeah, I love you because I'm required to, but, like, <laughs> we can't hang out, like, yeah. you know, which is unfortunate, but it's just, like, and that's not to say that in the future, 
you know, as we become older, as we progress through right. life, that we won't grow right. more together. But right now, like, I have people in my family that I'm like, yeah, I've... I, we can't relate on many things. Yeah. No, I get that. For sure. Well, that was our preface. <laughs> <laughs> and into the podcast we go. <laughs> Actually, I kind of wanted to talk about friendships. Because, I mean, we're friends, obviously, but we've talked a lot over the last 24 hours that we've been together about friendships. And so I think it's, I think, like, our friendship is real special. Not just because you were there when I broke my leg. (laughs) It was special before that. It was already so special. Um, And so I think it's so interesting that we've remained friends, even though you've been gone for a few years. It's been, like, two years, right? Three? It's, like, almost three years. Yeah. So, yeah. we're so good friends. Like, you stay with me every time you come out here, and I think it's <laughs> great, you know? Yeah. Um, but I want to know, just in general, what you think it takes to have a good, healthy friendship. That's a good question. <laughs> I would say I'm the type of person that I am not very good about communicating. Okay. And so a lot of my French, it's so weird hearing yeah. myself in my ear. Like I feel like I have to slow down my speech because it's like delayed. You don't, if you don't want to wear the headphones, you don't have to, but I have to. Why? Because I have to hear what's going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like I'll get used to it. Okay. <laughs> but I was just feeling like myself slowing <laughs> yeah, down, like, and I was and like talking I... in slow-mo. Yeah. Um, anyways, I know that I'm not a very good communicator. Okay. And so one of the things, and I think this might just pertain to me and people like me, okay. is that I can't be held accountable to always be in contact. with the other person Mm -hmm. like I very much try to wherever I go like if I'm traveling in different areas I try my hardest to seek out the people that I want to maintain close friendships with Mm -hmm. um but I'm never going to be that person that's that's gonna text you every day yeah and some people need that and I can't provide that to them because I'm just that's probably some place I need to grow in. <laughs> okay. So, do you think that that's, like... I mean, I you just said, like, do you think that's somewhere you need to grow in, but um, has that presented issues for you in your friendships? Yes. Okay. Yes, it has. Okay. That's... I mean, I get it. See, I'm similar so I think that's one of the reasons why we are still such a good friends because I'm the same like I understand you're an adult I'm an adult we're not gonna be talking every day you know I don't think really realistically as an adult there's anyone you can talk to every day that doesn't live with you yeah you know what I mean um and I think like I've definitely lost touch with some people and they're like oh my god I miss you you know and I'm like dude I think about you never and it's not like I don't like you or whatever but it's like if I'm in your area like you said I'll say hey dude like I'm out here are you available you know but I'm not going to probably go out of my way on a random Tuesday and be like hey Jimmy or whatever you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um and I yeah so I agree with that I think like with friendships I think it's I don't know you can tell me if you agree with this but I think like with our friendship our friendship is so special because we've always been really honest with each other I don't think there's ever been like any bsing or like trying to hide something like from the time we met until now, everything's always real transparent. I mean, you know me, I have, like, no boundaries, you know? Yeah, and I feel like I strive to be as transparent as possible just across my life. Mm -hmm. 
You know? Like, yeah. and it's not just with you. You right. know what I mean? Like, I feel like I try to be very transparent across the board, um, but still taking account that, like, you know, like, other people's feelings. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. I think we're similar in that, too, where we're kind of, like, feelings... Right, but we know other people have them, so we try not to, like, step on them or whatever, but I, th- I think, like, I think definitely for you and I, we're, um, similar. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I would say you're more confrontational, like, yeah. much more confrontational than I. Yes, <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> I'm, I try not to be, I'm learning that... Head it, like doing things head on is not how everybody operates, even though in my mind that's the best way to deal with things. It's definitely the most direct. Yeah, well, it's I like getting things done. So, like in relationships, for instance, like whether it's like with my family or a friend or romantically, if I know there's an issue, I'm like, what's the deal? Let's fix this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are not that way. And so, you know, I was telling you about somebody who will tell me, oh, I'm so upset with this person, they did this or they didn't do this. And I'm like, well, why are you telling me to go tell them, you know? Um, And it's not that I don't care about what's going on in their life. It's just that I like conflict being resolved. Mm -hmm. And so if that, um, if I need to confront somebody to get some conflict resolved, I'm going to do it, you know? I'm, I don't know, I'm just that way. And so a lot of people, I've learned this this year and, and last year and um, a lot that most people don't operate that way, you know? Yeah. I admire that about you, though. Like, I wish I was more okay with confrontation, both, like, in my personal life and in, like, a professional aspect, too. Like... I feel like a lot of times I end up, like, give, give, giving Mm. when I should be, like, letting my wants be heard, too. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of, like, not necessarily let people walk over me, but I, I agree to a lot more things that inconvenience me and give them something. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what is so? It's funny because not a lot of people say that they admire the confrontation in me. But well, like, I just wish I could be more comfortable with yeah. confrontation. Yeah, I think uh, I, I've definitely heard that quite a few times. Like, I wish I just would say things like you do, and I think that the reason I am comfortable doing that is because I got to a point where I was tired. Of everybody else reaping benefits from my discomfort. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, so like I, and I think as women, I mean, I don't always want it to come back to like women versus men or whatever, but I think as women, we're naturally, well, not naturally, we are taught often that women sacrifice for others. Like, that's what women do. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that's necessarily correct, you know? And so, like, I think in any relationship, any personal relationship, whether it be, like, a friendship, a family member, or a romantic relationship, um, obviously sacrifices something that's going to have to happen if you're going to have a good relationship. But I think a lot of times, like, professionally, I've been through a lot of different things, and... I've had to learn, oftentimes, like, people will try and take advantage of you, especially if you're nice. Like, you know, you and I, we have real strong personalities, but we are nice. Yeah. You know, like, we're kind people. We're going to do whatever we can for somebody if we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and people know that. And so there's people out there who will try to take advantage of that and they'll make it seem like they're not trying to take advantage of you but they know what they're doing they know (laughs) and so I had I came to realize that about a year and a half two years ago and I said to myself I'm not doing that anymore I'm not gonna let other people step all over me I'm not gonna let them cheat and lie and then me 
have to suffer because of it, you know, or I'm not going to go out of my way for somebody and them not do anything for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I started, um, I mean, honestly, this situation that I'm, I'm thinking of right now, I wouldn't say ended good or badly for me. There was good and bad that came out of, out of it, you know? And so like I ended up, I really tried to do the right thing and be upright and say to my superiors at the time, like, hey, this is what's going on, this is the deal, whatever, you know, and it ended up not working out for me in the sense that everybody conspired to, like, make me, like, run me out of the company, and that really sucked, but because of that, I ended up, like, there was a chain of events that led to, like, some really awesome stuff in my life, you know? And so, at first it sucked because it was so apparent that everybody was trying to make my life hell, you know? And that hurt a lot because I try and treat everybody well. And, you know, in that situation when people were treating me a certain way, it really sucked. And so, I ended up, like taking leave and then when I came back I literally quit an hour later because I just knew that I I couldn't do it anymore you know and it was clear like nobody wanted me there and I didn't fit in you know it was like a it's like a it was a company where nobody's honest and I was like too honest it's not so uncomfortable when you just get into situations where you're you know nobody wants you there, and you're like, why am I here? Yeah, and then it's, you feel often trapped. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here, I can't, where am I gonna go, you yeah. know? And it was like, I, it took a really huge, several really huge acts of faith, um, and just trusting in God that he would take care of me and um, my really sweet, sweet, sweet roommate who prayed with me and experienced a lot of this stuff with me um that allowed me to have those those faithful steps that I took you know Mm -hmm. and so like it really did suck and I still like I don't know if I still have PTSD from it but I really (laughs) like I had a hard time after that going back into the workforce like working for someone else and then I got so lucky Um, with my current boss. I just feel like even before that, you were okay with confrontation. You're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably right. I don't know. I think, I don't know, man. My mom's always told me, like, and I I feel like I grow a little bit more in this every year, but she's always told, like, you have to ask for what you want. You have to ask for it. If you ask and you don't get it, you gotta, if you really want it, you gotta, like, make it happen. Yeah. Ethically, of course. Because um, we're Christians. You know? <laughs> but, but so it's like, um, you know, my mom always says that to me. She even said it to me, you know, a few days ago when I was with her and my dad. And... I was like, yeah, I'm still learning that, you know. When I feel like where we are in our lives, like in our 20s, I'm 25 and Mm -hmm. I, the last couple of years has been such a learning curve just about life. Right. Mm -hmm. So in all aspects of life, (laughs) it's just every day learning something new. (laughs) That's the truth. (laughs) I hear that, dude. You know, I I really, I really am right there with you. You know, I look at my life sometimes, and even this morning I was like, I'm so blessed. Like, I mean, we're in my room right now. I love this room. <laughs> I could stay in here all day, every day, and be so content because I made it into, it's like a room version of myself, I feel like, you know? And so, like, I just, you know, often I'll be, like, looking around. I see all these things that I've collected over the years, you know, like, just, it's just so interesting. And I'm, like, wow, like, my life has come so far in the sense that I'm still alive, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like, it's shocking to me. (laughs) Um, And especially, like, within the last 
well, it's like, I, it was like two years ago this started and God started like unraveling my life. And I thought my life was just falling apart. I was like, great, my life's falling apart. Everything is going to suck. I'm going to be homeless. I'm probably going to be ejected to drugs because who knows, you know? <laughs> and it's like, obviously those things didn't happen, praise God. But, you know, like it was really hard initially. And as I went through this last year and mostly after I broke my leg, um, I was really forced to slow down and I had to practice a lot of different variations of patience that I didn't know existed, you know, and I think that's really what's grown me the most in the last few years. So I feel the whole learning curve life thing, you know, it's hard. Yeah. I think when I, like, right after I graduated from college, Mm -hmm. it was, like, I purposely took a year off, and, um, for, like, personal reasons after my dad died, I never felt like I really got a chance to grieve and have some time to myself, and so I was in a position that I knew I would never have to worry about whether or not I had a place to sleep, Mm -hmm. like, I would never have to worry about where my next meal is coming from. Mm-hmm. And I just found that really, um, like, invigorating. Like, mm-hmm. I have such a community around me that, I mean, I can afford these things myself, but I can take a year off, learn a lot about it myself, have some time to just, like, personally develop. Mm-hmm. And no matter where I am, I will... You know, I'm not going to starve and I'm not going to be out and, you know, on the streets. Right. And I thought that was a very empowering but thing, but also, like, what what a privilege. Yeah. You know, like, not a lot of people can say that. Right. Like, how fortunate are we to have been born in America? Mm-hmm. How fortunate are we to have been born in California? Yeah. You know? And... I don't, I don't know. I just, I have felt very blessed by, um, the, the opportunities that have been afforded to me. Yeah. And I felt like in that year I was able to really focus on myself and a lot of personal relationships. Like I was able to go and just spend time with the people that I never Mm -hmm. really got to spend a lot of time with. Yeah. I remember actually when you graduated and you were doing all that and I was really happy for you (laughs) I was like how good is this like I I remember you went and like spent time with like cousins and you know like just different family members and friends and stuff and it was awesome to hear like all your stories like about what happened and how they're doing and like just the different experiences you were having and that you were kind of just living you know what I mean? I really like yeah. that. Um, and it made me happy that you got to experience those things because I, you know, I knew that you really didn't get a chance to like grieve and slow down, you know. Yeah. For those of you listening, my dad died right before going into my senior year of college and I was an athlete at my school and so between workouts and going to school, I really didn't have much time to process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after I graduated, I really took a year off to do that and um, just, you know, have some time to myself. Because mm-hmm. I had been, you know, pretty much, I have been working through school, um, you know, ever since I had been able to apply for a work permit, I've mm-hmm. been working all the way through college. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that was a really special time. Yeah. I'm really glad that you got to experience that. <laughs> I really am. I just love you. <laughs> I, re- I, I just mean, I didn't you. do anything like extravagant no. by means, but like I went camping with friends when they went camping for more, like four days yeah. and I went on my own little trips. I had my first solo camping trip, which was like such a liberating experience to I be bet. able to go on. Like I went to, um, 
Liberating because you could have died. No, I'm just kidding. I said liberating because you could have died. <laughs> I mean, like, I was sleeping in a tent by myself. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something. That'll... Yeah. In the wilderness. <laughs> Out in nature. <laughs> um, so it's, and I've always had a pretty independent personality mm-hmm. um, and felt very comfortable going and doing things on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That was just, you know, really fun to be able to go and to be like, mm, what do I want to do today? Yeah. Let's go float down the river. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That's like the, I feel like that's like the essence of a true California girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, cause I'm the same way. I'm like, let's go to the lake or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I love nature. And I think a lot of people, um, oftentimes people are always surprised that I really love nature because I feel like I've developed into such like a womany woman you know <laughs> a womany woman <laughs> like I'm I'm like I think a lot of people think I'm like way more high maintenance than I am um but I'm not and so like and I really love nature like if I could live in a tent and not have any responsibility the rest of my life, I 100% would. I know. I am so <laughs> jealous of those people that, like, live in a converted van and just, yeah. like, travel the continent. Yeah. Like, how I wish that could be my life. And technically it could, but it's just not going that way. Yeah. God <laughs> said, look, I'm sorry, that's not my plan. <laughs> But I'm so, and they're like, oh, how do you afford, because it's not actually cheap. No. To do that. No. And, like, and they're just like, oh, I work online. And I'm like, I am so technologically challenged (laughs) that I could never make that work for me. Yeah. I'm thinking about after um, April when my job will be over, um, I'm, I'm thinking about taking an online job. So that I can just mostly hang out with my dog, but, (laughs) (laughs) but also just so I can, you know, get out. I'm, I'm trying this year. One of my goals, like I didn't really have any new year's resolutions like we were talking about, but Mm -hmm. like one of my goals just in general, I realized the other day, I think I told you, oh no, I was telling my roommate. Um, I was telling her yesterday before you got here, I was like, I realized like I need to get out of the house. Like, I'd stay in the house all day, every day, if it was Mm -hmm. up to me. And I, you know, I was joking about, like, why don't I have a boyfriend? And I was, and then I said to myself, girl, you never leave the house. Like, (laughs) what do you, a man ain't gonna just come up to your door and say, hey, you want me my girlfriend? You know, I was like, I gotta go out. I gotta meet somebody, you know? But, um. But I just need to get out of the house in general, I think. And I've been in the house, especially, you know, since August, since I broke my leg. I I couldn't leave the house for Mm -hmm. so long. You know, it was about three months that I really couldn't leave the house. And so I got so used to it. And this is, like, my comfortable place anyways. I was like, cool. But I definitely had some cabin fever going on for a while. I know. We... I live in Northern California, and so we and we're in Southern have, California. Yeah, we're currently in Southern California. But I live in Northern California above Sacramento, and we were just hit with the campfire. And so I, my work actually got closed. Mm-hmm. Um, I work as a substitute teacher, and it was highly advised that you don't go outside, uh-huh. which is why the schools were shut down. Right. And so there was like a whole week of. You are only inside, and it drove me crazy. (laughs) Like, even my gym closed down, and I was like, where am I supposed to go? But I also realized that even when you're inside, you probably shouldn't be working out. (laughs) Like, you're not supposed to breathe deeply. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But did you work out still? No. Okay. I just wanted wanted to go to the gym to have somewhere to go to the gym to. Right, right, right. And... So, So, like, my question is, did you run out of food? How did that work? Well, I mean, we still went out of the house. It wasn't like, (laughs) you must stay inside. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But it was just like, you know, don't get your heart rate up. Yeah. Um, 
Well, so, like, we still went to the store. Like, the stores didn't close down. Right, right, right. But, um, a lot of businesses were closed down. And it was only, like, one or two days that my gym actually closed. Mm. Um. We're good. On the topic of New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like I'm bringing up my dad a lot in this That's podcast, okay. <laughs> which is what I did not intend to do. But... Um, for those of you who are listening, my dad died of a heart attack and it was semi drug induced. Mm -hmm. Um, so he battled with a lot of substance abuse, uh, which was really hard on our, on our relationship. Mm -hmm. And so, especially in the last three to five years of his life. Um, so in that, I've had a very hard time missing him as you know, it, it sounds so horrible to say, but it's just my truth. Yeah. As corny as that says, seems. Um, so I've had a really hard time, like, coming to miss my dad. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I had the foresight to think about this. But during his memorial, I had... Because he was loved by many. Like, he really was. He was this great big Gregorius man, <laughs> like... You know, biggest bear hug ever. Always a smile on his face. But, you know, he just battled a lot of addictions. Yeah. Um, and so when that happened, I mean, it was like during his funeral, standing room only. And then we had another um, service that was more of like a celebration of life for him, too. And during those times, I had like put out scrapbook paper and pens for people to just like write a message, write a story, a sentiment, um, and kept those because I wanted to, like, scrapbook them with pictures in the future. But um, it's not that I never got around to it because this was um, three years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I, I haven't been ready to, like, approach it. Yeah. And so recently I went through and read all of them. Mm-hmm. And there was about... Of, like, I want to say, like, 80, because a lot of people didn't feel comfortable at the time doing it. Yeah. Um, of the, like, 80, there was probably about six that really, like, you know, hit home. Mm-hmm. And one of them was, like, wow, that is such a signifier of my dad's life. And it was, like, um, the candle that burns twice as bright burns twice as fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. But anyways... There was this overwhelming sense of the stories that were written that, like, my dad was, you know, he was kind of, like, attractive and this big man who had seemingly everything going for him and everyone wanted to be his friend. And he was, like, the popular guy that was everyone's friend. Yeah. And everyone felt so taken in by him and just accepted for who they are and... um just loved by him, like, overwhelmingly, people were like, um, you know, I was at this party, and your dad was manning the keg in college, and I felt like David going up to Goliath, (laughs) and he just, like, pulled me in, and, you know, gave me a beer, and said thank you to me, (laughs) and we've been friends forever since, Yeah, and, like, Everyone was signed like your best friend. Like everyone was my dad's best friend. Wow. Or he made he made people feel like they had a best best friend in him. Yeah. And I thought that like, what a beautiful message. Yeah. And so I think for 2019, while I don't have like any hard and fast resolutions, yeah. I really want to grow in being accepting of others. Mm. Like. I feel like I try really hard not to pass hard and fast judgments because yeah. it's just not my place to judge someone else's life. Right. But, like, that internal conversation about, I don't know what another word for judgment, but just, like, that in, like what you see from the outside of other people's life. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I really want to try to just be accepting mm-hmm. and... You know, if I go somewhere, <laughs> I know that sounds so No, terrible. no, I'm laughing because... I'm just, like, repeating myself over and over again. No, no. Because when we were at the store, 
And you were like, did you see that guy with the no, walk yeah. and the face tattoos? And yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, ooh. We're not off to a good start. No. <laughs> well, and... I, I don't know. I guess that's not... I Maybe I'm not, like, saying it right, because I haven't formed the whole idea in my I think I know head. what you're saying. But, like... For that guy who, you know, he's walking in with most likely his baby mama. He's tatted yeah. from head to toe, you know, walking with a sweat. Like, he's very much chosen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's chosen his life path. <laughs> like, I guess, I guess it's not so much like passing judgment on, like, you know, judging a book by its cover. Yeah. More as like... If I'm out and I see someone who's uncomfortable in a situation, like, I want to try to go out of my way to, like, try to make them comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like. I'm listening. You see someone at a social function, they're yeah, sitting in they're the corner with no themselves. one to talk to. Yeah. Like, what a gift. Yeah. No, to like go over and be like, "Hey, how are you doing? Like, what's going on in your life?" Like, yeah, you know, trying to make people more f- feel more comfortable in, you know, places where that they don't. I don't know. I feel it, like it sounds a lot better in my head. No, than I think I know what you're saying. Out. I've I feel like I've gotten a little bit better at that because I I mean, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> and you know this, like, I'm not a people person, <laughs> you know, I really, and it's so interesting because I really like my, one of my like real true wishes is that I could be best friends with everybody. Um, because I just love getting to know the real person that everyone is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and so, like, I, but because I'm that way, I have had to learn, um, that sometimes people are not going to be that. So, I've had a few experiences where, like, I really want to be friends with somebody, but there's just no cohesion. Yeah. You know, um, and I, but I've also had friendships where, you know, i people have been like don't talk to this person they're this that and the other and I do give them a chance and then they end up being this that and the other you know yeah and so it's tough sometimes like I will always give somebody a chance um but I've had to learn like when it's time to let them go you know yeah I definitely have a problem with like loyalty Mm -hmm. like you're too loyal no like you're not loyal no, no. <laughs> like, uh, like, so say me and my really close friend mm-hmm. have like a, a mutual friend. Okay. But my really close friend is also super close to this mutual Other, friend. Right, right, right. But, but you're not close I to the friend. Not, not friend. as much. Okay, okay, okay. Um. But I think, like, you know, our my friend is telling me, like, how the other person's doing things that they don't like. Or, you know. Right. Kind of venting. Okay. And to me, that's validated. You, you know, like, it's a valid yeah. thing. They're like, oh, yeah, they're, like, really rude. Or I feel like she only hangs out with me when she has no one else to hang out with. Or... Mm-hmm. Like, she gets mad at me for this, that, and the other thing and turns around and does those things. Well, now I don't like that person. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, screw them. Yeah. Like, we ain't, we gonna have a problem. You know what Listen. I mean? And, like, a problem with me is like, yeah, I'm just not gonna talk to you. Yeah. Like, bye. Right. Um. And so, but then it's like, they continue to be friends with them. And I'm like, like, no, they're really great. Like, I didn't mean all those things that I said. I'm like, look, I've (laughs) seen the things that you have, you know, told me about. So I know that they're real. Yeah. (laughs) 
And so, like, I feel like my problem with loyalty is that even though you've forgiven that other person, <laughs> I'm like, I have no. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I do. Which I'm like that. It's not the most Christian thing to do. Yeah, I have that same issue, I think. And, like, I, I think I'm a lot, I'm less cordial than you are, probably. Probably. I, I have, yeah, probably. I have, You have, like, RBF, but it's, like, on purpose. Yeah, but I also have it on accident sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there was a situation recently, um, there's a person who we both know. <laughs> this person has a best friend. Well, who's yeah. one of their best friends. Actually, both of the people that they consider their best friends are, like, I don't even want to say this. They're just not great people, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, like, they're not good quality people. They don't add anything to this person's life except for strife, to be mm-hmm. honest, you know? And so I remember several months ago some things happened, and um, one of their best friends said some really uncalled-for things to them. And I was like, um, you gotta drop them. Like, you shouldn't be dealing with that. That's ridiculous, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and though just in general, the way they treat them is awful. They are always condescending them, always telling them what they think they should be doing, um, saying, oh, I'm concerned, tell me this, that, and the other, but really they're just nosy. Mm-hmm. And I told them that. I said, you need to hold on because they're just being nosy. And, um... You know, so the other day, these people were together, and they were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be hanging out with so-and-so, they, like, told me, right? And I said, oh, okay, that's cool, <laughs> I guess. I'm, I'm, like, thinking, why? And then come to find out they actually were hanging out with them because the, their friend was, like, going through a crisis, and, well... A crisis to them and needed the my friend's emotional support and I was like I don't know why you even talk to them <laughs> like I just I just don't even get it you know and well, so like two different people yeah like, if I'm going so through something emotionally I want you absolutely nowhere near me <laughs> same <laughs> I'm like, please leave me alone like are you I okay I'm like her. well because you know like I feel like I forget where I heard this, but it's like, people don't actually care, you know? They don't. Like, they don't want to hear about it. No. You know what I mean? And I feel like I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that's true, you know? They don't care if I went to the doctor and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And when people say like, oh, how was your day? I hate that. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Yeah. You don't give a diddly do about (laughs) my day, okay? (laughs) I know. So, and I'm like, when I have an emotional crisis, not that I have them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, if I, you know. Or if you're in a bad mood, whatever. Yeah, like, I don't want you around. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I need time to process this myself. But, you know, other people are different. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, I've learned this this year, a lot of people like to tell other people that they're having issues because they want sympathy. Now, this friend that I was just talking about does this, so that's (laughs) why those two are friends, right? So this other friend does this to me, and I had to tell them months ago. I said, I need you to stop, because what's happening is you're annoying me, and I don't... I love you as a person, but what you often complain about is stuff that you've brought on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if something really tragic happens, like you break your leg. <laughs> <laughs> circle back, circle back. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'll get it. You know, but like, I'm just not, I feel like I'm not really a big complainer. Um, yeah. I might, I joke a lot. I joke complain a lot, like, as a joke. But I'm 99% of the time always joking about something. It's an issue. But, um, you know, like, even when I did break my leg, I wasn't 
posting about it on Instagram and texting people about how crappy my days were. Like, I just was dealing with it. You know, I just, like, dealt with it. I didn't even tell my roommate, you know, like, how I was really feeling because there's nothing that can be done about it. It just Mm -hmm. needs to be gotten through, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think a lot of times, like, people want to vent and they want to say stuff because they want somebody to feel bad for them, you know? But I just... This is something I'm working on. I need to learn how to just stroke people's egos a little bit better. Because I'm just not good at that. I, did, I like, won't do it. Yeah. Like, if I feel like you're searching for something, I'm going to give you the opposite of it. I, like, understand the, um, the need to vent. Like, I yeah, get sometimes that. sometimes you gotta vent. Mm-hmm. But not every day. Yeah, see... So I got my degree in psychology and Mm -hmm. quickly realized that I could not empathize with people enough to give them the counsel they needed. (laughs) You said, I may have made a mistake. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Like, I just realized that it would cost me too much personally to listen to people every day and offer them the empathy that they needed. Like, I have a... I coach high school students, you know. I hear a lot of problems. I have a really hard time empathizing with them. Yeah. Because I'm like, get it together. (laughs) Like, don't tell me you're failing algebra. Have you sought any help? Right. A, B, or C. Anything. Oh, no? Well, mm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. So. I'm like, okay, so have you done anything about this problem? Well, no. Okay, well then shut up. Like, (laughs) I literally, I just can't deal with it. Like, and sometimes I get the whole venting thing. Like, I'll vent maybe once every four or five months to someone, you know, um. I feel like I need to vent a lot more often than that, but that's cool. <laughs> well, I think, I think in general, that could just be a me thing. In general, I keep a lot of things to myself, <laughs> you know? So, but um, that's just part of my personality. I, like, hoard information, whether it's my information or public information, I will hoard it. Like, if you have a problem and I have the solution but you didn't ask, or I feel like you need to learn on your own, I won't tell you. I'll be like, that sucks. And in my mind, be like, if you would do A, B, and C, you would have your desired solution. But I won't. Like, I'm trying to not do that. But I do it. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I've got issues I need to work on. I need more Jesus. Don't we all? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm I'm massaging my dog's leg. (laughs) Bless she her. likes it. Bless her heart. She's the sweetest. Huh? I just love you. She's so cute. Again, she's talking to the dog. Yeah, I was definitely talking to my dog. I do love Rachel, though, for <laughs> sure. So, um, so I want to end every show with tell me something good. <laughs> tell me something good! Yes. So, um, Rachel... Tell me something good. It could be anything. Um, mine's just more of like an overarching thing. Awesome. Because I'm just like, this is going to sound so terrible. I love you. <laughs> I already know it's going to be something that I would probably say, but go on. I just feel like my life is great right now. That's good. <laughs> That's so good. Um, I mean, my something good is that I'm just like, you know, I've really over the last... Two years, I would say, let go of everyone's else or everyone else's expectations of me, mm-hmm. and because I feel like everyone expected more, or uh-huh. but I think that's just my perception. Yeah, like I perceive that they expected more from me. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, and I've really let go of that, and I'm like real happy, mm. like. 
I can afford my life, which is saying something in this day and age as a yeah. 25-year-old woman. Yeah. I've got bills and I pay them. Good. Um, I can afford a travel to a travel to places that I want. Yeah. I just did New York. It right. was on the cheap cheap, but I did it. Hey, whatever. Yeah. And um, I feel like I've got like a great friend group that, you know, I can lean on when I need to and just, you know, have a grand old time when you I do. also need to, you know. I'm great. Available for cornhole tournaments. Hey. <laughs> I don't think I've actually ever really played cornhole. Oh, well. So. Glad. I guess we need to get on that. Yeah. We're... I feel like it's like a Northern California thing. Like, Maybe. it's not. <laughs> like, it's not a Southern California thing. <laughs> no, you know what? When we're at church, like, uh, several of our campuses, they'll be playing cornhole. And I'm like. It's interesting because it's kind of like a drinking game. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen it happen. Like, we have like cornhole. you always do it with, like, a beer in your hand. Oh. I mean, I guess you can do it like with a coffee one. in your hand, yeah. too. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Let me see. I want, like, a better something good. Like, okay. my something good is just, like, overarching, but I want a better something good. Okay. Um. Tell me something good. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You have to tell me what something your something good, good is. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I, what would my something good be? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I think honestly, this year is I, I I'm finally coming out of. A crappy few years, like I think, you know, yeah. like you know how bad people have like bad days, bad mm-hmm. weeks, a bad month, whatever. I had like two really bad years, and mm-hmm. um, I'm finally coming out of that. I think, like I'm, I'm getting a little more like financially stable, um, which has been awesome. Uh, well. I will be financially stable eventually, you know? Yeah. I'm not, like, really in debt or anything. It's just it's more, like, I don't have, like... I'm, I'm like, a big goals person. I'm, like, I want to pay off my car. You know, I've yeah. got, like, $6,000 left, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm, like, man, I don't have $6,000 in my bank account, you know? So that's, like... um That's what I'm thinking of when I'm thinking, like, financial stability. Like, having my car paid off. So your something good is that you're financially stable? My fi- my something good is that I'm going to be financially stable. But it's not really the financials that are, like, the thing that I actually make it better. It's, um, you know, like, coming out of all of the things that I've had to deal with, um, I'm in such a great place emotionally. Um, I'm having fun, like... Just in general, like I'm. I mean, I I like to have fun. So basically, our something good. Our something exactly goods are the, the same. same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a good place, you know. I know. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Like that's how I felt lately. Like I'm like you know I'll go to family dinners and my grandpa's like, so how are you doing? Like, <laughs> mm. and then I tell him and he's like, hmm. <laughs> Like, well, you know, I'm self-sufficient. Yeah. I have a pretty great friend group Mm -hmm. and I can afford to do the things that I like to do when I do them. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I get it. I really do. I will say my more like smaller thing that's something good. So the falafel carts in New York, love them. Right. Like. Go back just for the falafel. Okay. Um, so you can get a falafel on pizza, pita for like five bucks. Wow. Yeah. And like one of the most funny things that happened to me was like one of the few times that I felt like I've been like racially profiled. And they're like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Must suck to be white. I know. <laughs> Go That's on. why it's so funny. I'm yeah. like, can I get a falafel and pita, please? <laughs> yes, I'd like everything on it. That's like, so funny. And then they're like, oh, you want like onions and peppers? And I'm like, 100%. And 
They're like, oh, do you want white sauce? And I was like, of course. And they're like, hot sauce? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, no, it's hot. And I'm like, yeah, I want the hot sauce. And they're like, drip, drip, drip. And I'm like, no, I need like more hot sauce. And they're like, but it's hot. I'm like, yeah, slather it on there, please, sir. I forget you like hot things. It's like a new thing for me. Like yeah. I didn't used to like super spicy food, but it's it's definitely growing on me. The pl- the flavor profiles, you know. Interesting. Anyways, so that's my story about the falafel cart, and wow. um, like I would have one every single day <laughs> of all the food options in New York. Wow. Like I had more falafels. Like I only had a pizza one time, which is like a thing you do there. Yeah. And it wasn't like it wasn't my fave. Like yeah. I was all about the halal cards. Yeah. So that's my something good is uh everyone needs to know about the beauty of <laughs> falafel on pita in New York and it's so convenient because it's on every street corner. Wow. It's wonderful. I literally didn't even know. I mean Well, see, you found out something good today. Yeah, I did. Holler. <laughs> Well, um, that's going to conclude our show for today. Wonderful. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here. Um, I really just love you. That was aimed at Rachel that time. Um, <laughs> Thanks for the specification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I don't even, I'm just going to, we're going to end here. And thanks for listening to our banter, especially if you made it this far. Yeah. Because I feel like we went a lot of different ways there. Yeah. That's okay. That's it's organic and that's what I like the best. And this is my podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> what if people want a more conventional? Then go somewhere else. Over and out. Bye.